Can you hear me? Hi, everybody, and welcome to season two of the Irish Podcast. I'm Jane. And I'm Cormac. In this season, we share the ups and downs of our Italian journey. From how we moved to Italy to the hustle of work, we'll be sharing what it's actually like to move countries. Join for our Tuscan adventures, our unforgettable bedbug experience, plus an Edinburgh Fringe special. Whether you're a travel enthusiast or just curious, join us for stories, laughs and good old Irish hospitality. Well, hello, hello, Cormac. Jesus, it's been a while. How are we, Jane? We said we wouldn't do this. We said we would be better in the Uh, podcast. We keep saying it, but then we just, uh, you know, shit happens. Shit happens. (laughs) We've had a lot of changes happen over the last few months. Uh, So this is just a very brief, we say very brief, it's going to be a very brief, uh, up to date, then back to season two regular programming. Um, But we just want to give you a heads up on what's happening with this, uh, because it might be of interest. Little, our, a little, you know, to our fourteen subscribers out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is our big excuse. I have it on the list. Our excuse, our excuse was just shit. Shit happened, and you know, yeah, a lot of things happened in our lives, and we just didn't get around to doing podcasts. But we're back. We're back, baby. Better than ever, and we are bulk recording. So I will definitely have a couple more episodes out. One hundred percent. We're we're back as the Irish podcast now. Yes. So that is point number two. We have changed the official name of the podcast. Woo! Woo. I want to touch on for a minute why we changed the name of the podcast. We have started to do a lot more TikToks. TikTok mm. channel is going really well, and a lot of people had an issue with the word expat. Yep. And I had never had an issue with the word expat previously. And I never thought that the Irish podcast would actually even be available to purchase. I think that was the biggest thing for us. <laughs> where we didn't realize that it would be available. The yeah. Irish podcast. We had looked at like the Irish abroad podcast. We had looked at like, uh, like we'd looked at a bunch of like, like the Irish Paddies like podcast, yeah. the Irish like travel podcast. But then we weren't a travel podcast about Ireland. So we found that that would be very confusing. Um, but yeah, essentially, we realized that a lot of people do take issue with the word expat. And we call ourselves expats. We also call ourselves immigrants. Like we, we are not. Uh, we we don't care what you call us. We 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 arrived in Italy, and everyone was just like, "Oh, you're another expat." There's this expat group, guys from. It was uh, very uh, much know. in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some lads from Scotland, some lads from Wales, England, you know, Spain, everywhere. And, oh, another expat, another expat. So it just for us, it became kind of natural, but uh, yeah. understandable that some people were upset. And yeah, now so, we are now even even better than before. Yes. So we <laughs> do uh, apologize to anybody who took offense to the word expat. We did not mean any offense. Um, and yes, we are two Irish people who are living here because Ireland is in a shite. And that's what our podcast is about. And we did have to leave Ireland because monetarily it was rubbish. Yep. So we have immigrated and we have left the country because we would like to have a better life for ourselves. So we do apologize. But yes, we are now officially the Irish podcast, which is class. Which is unbelievable. Um, so yeah, we're very excited. But um, we have now we've now got a website that's called the Irish Podcast, uh, or yeah, the Irish Podcast.com. Might have bought a few other URLs, but we'll talk about that once. Uh, keep them close to the chest. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we're very excited and welcome to the official first episode of the Irish Podcast. So the next big thing of why our podcast has been delayed and another little update is Cormac's had a little bit of change of work. I have moved on from the Irish bar, everyone. Moving moved on. on. Moving on. 
Just moving, moving on up. You technically, yes, because I've moved to a five-story tall rooftop terrace bar. Yes. In the lovely Santo Spirito, as we talked about before, one of our favorite little areas in Florence. Um, so, yeah, I was basically kind of just looking for a new experience. The the I always treated the Irish bar as a stopgap job. Yes. And it was time to kind of move on. And it's You've been, been saying it for a couple of months. Yeah. And it was just until you got your Italian... Up to scratch. Up, up to a level where I can actually take orders and talk to Italians. And the great thing is I'll be working with Italians every day because in the Irish bar it was always uh, English, Welsh, Scottish, a big mix of kind of everyone, Dutch, Germans. We've had them all. Yeah. Um, so we always spoke English. So yeah, it's going to be really nice. I'm looking forward to it. I get to wear a suit. So that's going to be fun. They are getting him, a. Ta- they are paying for a tailor-made suit. For him. And they've even laughed because Cormac is like, what, you're six foot four? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm taller than the average Italian man. Yeah. So <laughs> they said they might have to go and get more fabric from Milan or Rome. That was that was the manager's favorite joke. <laughs> it's like, might take your suit a little bit longer because you'll have to get more fabric sent from Rome. I was like, ah, low. So Cormac, you you are officially starting your new job tomorrow. You've done two yep. trial checks with them. Um, do you want to just talk a little bit about how you got the job? Um, for jobs in Florence, I found the most, because I was looking for a supervisory role or in kind of hospitality terms, a chef de rang position, which is like a floor supervisor. Um, so I looked on Indeed.com, which was my, the one that I found had the most balance of Yeah, you checked jobs. on LinkedIn as well. Checked on oh. LinkedIn. LinkedIn had a few, but not as regular. But Indeed here seems to be the, the, the number one. I found like the Western Excelsior. I found like the Hotel Savoy. found the Loggia, 25 hours. found all these like big hotel chains using Indeed. Yeah. Um, and so you, smaller family hotel chains as well and restaurants and stuff like that. So so you applied for quite, not, not very many jobs. I applied I for six or seven that I knew would take my fancy because some of the roles said that they were preferably looking for someone fluent in English mm-hmm. and that Italian was only like an intermediate level of Italian was needed. Um, so the place I'm going to actually every year, their highest average of clientele come from America. So they were really happy with that. And so I got a reply straight away from like one other job that was like, no, sorry, you're not suited to this. If you're not fluent in Italian. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. Didn't know how the rest of them were going to go. And luckily enough to three places replied um, asking for interviews. So yeah, yeah. two offers for jobs. And- two offers. But um, this one now really, really, really stuck out. Yeah. Um, they're an, it's an incredible opportunity. It's a really cool place. Um, so yeah, no, looking forward to it. It'll yeah. be an exciting day tomorrow. My first day at school. Mm-hmm. Woo. So a lot of people might worry if they look at the tax rates in Italy and they think, um, oh God, I know we were worried when we were looking at what your new salary might be and if the mm-hmm. tax is like 23% or whatever. But apparently it's very commonplace in Italy and they have offered it to Cormo that they will cover his tax for him. And so an additional 23% on top of your salary it's just huge, you know. Yeah, and- yeah, absolutely. And it's um, a lot of places actually, especially in Indeed.com, they will show you the amount you will earn, but that is actually net. That's not gross. So because I, I, I thought immediately that it was going to be gross pay and then my tax would be after, like in Ireland, you know. And um, so I was delighted to hear that they would pay my my. Yeah. Your tax? My tax for me. So. Amazing. And also they have like, um, basically in Italian contracts, they can 
only offer you short terms to start because if they offer you long term, they have to put you straight on an in the Tonamanato, which we talked about before. My, with, with yeah, it's like a permanent, time. permanent, so permanent contract. But every job really in hospitality here will have a Tonamanale. The Tonamanale basically means that they'll pay you a percentage of your wage every month into a little, basically, kind of like a um, retirement fund. <laughs> That so when like you a, like leave, a savings like scheme, a savings, yeah. um, like a savings scheme. So nine percent of your monthly salary then goes into a little pot, and then when you leave or get fired or etc. Cetera, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. they have to pay you that pot, um, which is a really good way of saving, which is yeah. amazing. And then there's also they have what's called the thirteenth and the fourteenth fourteenth months incentive in Italy, where the government pays towards. So every six months, basically, you get two hundred euro extra. Um, like that, a little Christmas that's, bonus. That's in every job. I think it's since COVID. I think it's a system they've set up. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of the jobs will say that if you're looking for hospitality in Italy, it will say 13th to 14th set the mana, which is just a way of saying that it's at that extra month payment. Yeah. But the incredible thing is, if you're looking for jobs and you see what the salary might be or what your what your monthly income might be, that that is after tax, which is incredible. Yeah, it's just brilliant. So very proud of you. We will obviously do a big catch up on how you're getting on in your job in the future. But um, do tune in to our next episode, which is going to be all about Cormac's work history and working in the hospitality sector. Um, but we won't be mentioning that in that episode. Yeah, so. yeah we won't be. I haven't worked there yet. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> be hard to do. Um, so my updates. What's your update, love? My update is, um, so I got a new job, which is mm. very exciting. So there is a beautiful couple that I work with in the Edinburgh Fringe every year and they have decided not to return to the Edinburgh Fringe um, for 2024 as they started a festival um, three years ago called Vulgary Pogary and it is a beautiful festival in the middle of Scotland in a big Vulgary National Park and um, it's in mid-September so they just couldn't do the Fringe followed by their own festival it's really growing and they want to make it bigger and better and more amazing and so i will be looking after their comms and i'll be doing their financials for them and i just i'm really really excited about it because you're looking forward to it it's it's such a lovely environment to work in they're such nice people to work for and um yeah it's just really nice to kind of get a nice client that's a bit more you know uk based rather than just solely irish and so yeah away. so yeah i'm very very excited about it no they're wonderful people like uh, working for them for that month was a crazy experience it was like having a mad <laughs> auntie, auntie and uncle do you just adore yeah well, your well family. we're gonna be doing an edinburgh fringe special and, and we need to get on that soon actually because all of the accommodation and people signing up for edinburgh fringe yeah. is coming out pretty soon so we will be doing an edinburgh fringe episode as well but yeah, so that is my new exciting bit of work. Woo! Our final catch-up point is in the last episode, we spoke about how we had just moved into a new apartment and that it was slightly palatial and mm-hmm. we were delighted to be there. And we recorded that episode pre-Christmas. Uh, yeah. we, we had just moved into the house. I think it was one of our first nights in the house. Maybe yeah, we recorded yeah. It. And so we went home for Christmas, all fine, came back. And unfortunately... We have a bit of an issue with a neighbor. Well, to put it as uh, quick, many little points as I possibly can. Our apartment used to be one big apartment. Many years ago, they split it into a small apartment and a large apartment. We have rented the large apartment. A lady who has lived there for many, many, many years in her possibly mid 60s mm-hmm. has rented the small apartment. And she has been there long before us. Very first in- interaction with her, we thought she was lovely. So nice. So Introduced nice. Introduced yourself. Got us into the house. Hugged me. Incredible. 
since then, she has entered our apartment without any permission, any permission at all. She screams all night and all day on her phone. She knocks on our door constantly. Even though we've explained that we don't speak much Italian, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to matter because even when I ask her to use a Google Translate or help me use it, she just wants to continue speaking it in my face. Well, screaming, which, screaming. Which is yeah. difficult because I understand people will always say, oh, you need to learn the language to communicate. But unfortunately, with this current situation with this neighbor, that's not the kind of point. I, I, I can understand enough Italian, but when someone is screaming at me in a dialect because she's from the very south of Italy. So their dialect is quite different. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what she's saying. Not and uh, when so I translated a lot of it. Well, we do, a, we do our impression of her. <laughs> so that's <laughs> pretty spot on. That, that's actually. what we hear. All day. So it is difficult. She threw out your bicycle seat because we left yeah. it in our shared hallway. Yeah, she didn't know whose it was, apparently. So she threw it in the bin. Even though it's a hallway um, just shared between our apartment. And I've had conversations with that lady holding my bicycle seat. So yeah. I don't know where I went wrong. Maybe um, I did, but... But yeah, definitely when I was lying, dying in bed in uh, on New Year's, um, well, a couple of days after New Year's, um, uh, she just walked into our apartment. Yeah, just decided to sit down on the couch, make herself at home. Refused to leave, even though I don't speak Italian. And I said to her in Italian, please leave our house and Cormac will speak to you in 20 minutes when he's home from work. And she still wouldn't leave. So I had to get Cormac on the phone, who then started giving out to her fairly intensely saying please go back into your own house yeah i'll be back i will knock on your door please leave my girlfriend in her apartment alone (laughs) yeah uh because she's very very sick so yeah it's uh the the only last point is that she does the locks so she can't seem to work the front door or the shared front door and so there's just locks going at three in the morning six in the morning eight in the morning ten in the morning one p.m and then throughout the day that she will just leave her apartment door, go to our shared front door, start slamming that multiple times, locking and unlocking it, and then going back into her own apartment. And then also screaming at the door as if it's going to respond to her. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's an interesting so one. We've all had bad neighbours, but unfortunately she's up there with one of the, the most kind of intolerable that I could only imagine it's been very tough it took me like we genuinely thought that we were going to have to move we had been in touch with housing agencies we'd looked at different properties um and especially because like my nerves were i was very very sick coming into the new year i was sick for about five six weeks and i got covid and then i just got flu after flu and so i was pretty bedridden for about two and a half weeks and i just felt very down very depressed and with her screaming and shouting all day and slamming doors and then entering our apartment i was just very very nervous yeah um and so yeah we genuinely thought that we had to move but fortunately our housing agent has been really really good and has dealt with the issue as best he can in speaking to her and saying please do not speak to these people anymore please leave them alone yeah they don't speak italian gotten slightly better because she knows now to just to kind of if she has an issue with something involved the house the big issue being is it's like large appliances that run both apartments are inside our apartment yeah so it's like you know the, the boiler and like kind of the water and stuff like that it comes through us first so if anything goes through to her it, she has to come to us but we do not know what she's saying yeah <laughs> so our, our, our housing agent being 
it, very, very good. He's been trying his best. You can really kind of, you know, trying to make the point to her where it's like, if you have an issue, please go to the, please go to me in terms of go to, to go to our housing agent and not yeah. the guy um, inside. But I mean, we still had workers come into the house to fix one of our appliances. And she thought that oh, yeah. she thought that Cormac was one of the workers and Cormac had gotten into the lift because we live on the top floor. Cormac had gotten into the lift and um, reached the ground floor and she started calling out for the workman. And when Cormac didn't reply or so the workman didn't reply, yeah. she just started screaming at them to fuck off. So I was like, it was, yeah, it was go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go yourself. Yeah. In the hallway and like all screaming of, five stories down. Yeah in an apartment complex. So she's an interesting character. We will see what the development is there. Um, but I assume it's very, very difficult to, um, you know, get tenants out in Italy once you're on a long contract. So yeah, yeah. I feel like we're just going to have to deal with her. But again, our lease is only until December 1st. So we're going to... We shall see. Yeah, we're lasting it out right now. But if she continue, if she... If she continues to leave us alone right now and just scream and shout and do the locks, maybe it'll be bearable. But yeah, we can we'll, manage. We can manage someone making noise in their own home. But unfortunately, just for us, it's like you know, it she's used in to our be, house. She's literally it, it, in our house. It used to be one apartment, so there is literally a doorway, an old doorway that's covered in now, but it's covered in by a sheet of plywood. <laughs> I think I would have covered it in better. But like, hence that why it's like so loud. So it's you know, we're not to nitpick against her, but it's definitely you know, the house was not designed properly for house wasn't designed properly, but also she is. Just oh, unfortunately, just, yeah. a little bit, a little bit crazy, a little yep. bit crazy. Yep, absolutely. So there, all of our major updates. Do we have any more? That's kind of it. We're going to plow That's the big one. We're going to plow through season two. We're going to be on a much better routine now, especially with Cormac with the new job. Um, so we'll have more sociable hours and therefore more time to do these things. Um, but yeah, so please stay tuned and please subscribe on all social media to the Irish Podcast. Woo! We've been Jane and Cormac. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to subscribe and to check out theirishpodcast.com. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.